Hey everyone, welcome back to the Cypress Rye Bread Podcast. I know it's been a few weeks, but I am here, I am back, I am ready, I am focused. We have a pretty uh, good show for you. Like I said, it's been a couple of weeks, so I've had a lot of material I get to talk about today. Yay! I've had some free time, you know, to kind of look at some things, kind of look at different topics here, different things. I've actually had some topics given to me, which is nice. Um, some interesting conversations, interesting topics. I'm trying, <laughs> here's a couple. Um, one, I've had a couple people talk to me about the pot debate, you know, talk about weed and legalization of weed. And I just want to be honest. I feel like that conversation is overdone now at this point. We all know the benefits of smoking weed or the benefits of, you know, ingesting weed or rubbing it on your skin or whatever you want to do. It's nothing but beneficial. We all know this. The research is out there. Um, the only thing I will talk about with it is there are like the negative, the down, like the bad effects of it. Um, <laughs> listening to the Joe Rogan podcast when they had their pot debate, you know, there is something that Joe was talking about that I completely agree with. I think there are some people who probably shouldn't smoke weed because they get too paranoid or too weird on it. And I agree. Uh, I mean, I'm curious to know amongst, you know, these kids who have been bringing guns to school or kids who have been shooting these schools or doing these things. And, um, we always hear that they have some kind of mental history. Well, I want to know if they're smoking weed. The reason I ask is because maybe some people just shouldn't. <laughs> that's, and I agree. I do agree with that. But that's really the only thing as far as the pot debate that I would like to go down. I think it should be legal. I don't know how it's illegal. Well, I mean, <laughs> taxation. But, uh, I mean, I don't understand it. It should be legal. I mean, it's legal in some form or another, you know, in what, almost two-thirds of the country. So, to me, it's just one of those things. It was like kind of like the gay marriage conversation. It's like, should gay people be allowed to get married? Yes, and they should do it with a joint in their mouth. <laughs> and, a, you know, a AK strapped around their back. You know, that's how I feel about it. I don't know why it's even up for debate when it's so, but you know, some people are crazy. Look at Jeff Sessions. He thought it was like heroin. He needs to smoke some weed. He needs it, man. But so the, the pot debate, I don't know if we talk about anything with it, it might be like good recipes for like brownies and cookies and other awesome things. That would probably be the only conversation we'll have about it or just bad or awesome memories when it came to smoking weed. I mean, we could talk about acid. We can talk about legalizing that, like LSD and things like that, which, again, I hear, you know, I've heard these studies about in Switzerland how they've legalized all drugs across the board and they've 
started treating it as a uh, like an, a, a health issue, an epidemic, a, uh, you know, uh, and they they just treat it, you know, treat them like, you know, make them go through rehab type things and they want to, but they have these safe doping sites where people can come in. There's a licensed nurse that will hand you the syringe and the clean heroin and they won't inject you, but you can inject yourself. And then it's a safe legal dose and they're right there to, you know, help with any aftermath from it. And what they have found was that doing this safe doping sites, the amount, the amount of overdose, uh, people who have overdosed have gone down, the amount of drug-related deaths have gone down, and the amount of people who are actually even on heroin have gone down. Uh, people are able to get cleaner easier. Um, people, more people were able to get clean and stay clean. Um, you know, a lot of people have talked about the biggest problem with, you know, so, you know, making all those things legal is that, you, okay, well, you're going to have the aftermath of people walking around on drugs. Well, let's be real here. They're doing it now. They're just doing it illegally. And for people to be so naive to that fact, that people are, people are doing this, you know, and they're going out in the public. And I think with we, I've talked about in past uh, episodes about you know sex ed you know sex education in school uh, helps with uh, like teen pregnancy and the correlation with that and that's due to education. We went through dare, you know. We all went through dare, and we all I think got a pretty good introduction to drugs. Um. I didn't know there was a difference between ecstasy and acid before dare. And as an adult, I can tell you, yes, there is a difference <laughs> between acid and uh, ecstasy. But, you know, it's, it's just, it's one of those things. It's just one of those funny arguments, you know, that people like to have. And that's like, I don't know. I don't know. Safe doping sites. It might be a. I think if it was, it came down to a small area. Like Seattle will probably be the first one to do something like that. Seattle, Denver, L.A. You know the progressive states. Seattle will probably be the first. I know my buddy Sean in Washington's probably loving that. <laughs> he's a probation officer, so that's all he sees probably out there. But, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. It's crazy. But definitely drugs, some drugs. Um, I think cocaine, at least. Cocaine, um, marijuana, and mushrooms should all be legal. Uh, I understand cocaine does get manufactured. But <sighs> comes from a plant still. I know a lot of this, like opium, heroin comes from a plant. I know, but it's awful. But I think there are just some drugs that we're fighting against that we just shouldn't be anymore. And those, you know, I think those are the three big ones. I mean, cocaine, I can, I'm not a cocaine person. So, um, but I know there's a lot of people who are. And that's, you know, that's how they function. That's their thing. And they're fine. 
They're making an adult decision to do that. And I don't see what the problem is. And that's why part of me is okay with saying, yeah, let's have these safe doping sites. People are going to do it anyways. Let's just make it legal, make it safe, and, you know, get them some help. Most people, I mean, let's, I don't understand with wanting to help people. And if you, people, honestly, let's be real, you trying to figure out who the drug addicts are in your, you know, city, in your town, and you want to fix that problem, open up a safe doping site. No cops, nothing. I, you're going to have the entire, in, the entire, you know, doping town. You know, go right inside there. You're going to know everyone who's in there. You're going to give them your names and they're going to do it. And you know what? They're going to be out there. It's not going to be as crazy. They're, and they're going to get help. It's win-win for everybody. Does it create more? I don't know. I, I think Switzerland is, because this is still relatively a new thing. I think they're doing the statistics on it still. But I think the numbers are good. I may be wrong on that, though. I'm wrong on a lot of things. But I may be right. You never know. Look it up for yourself. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's the drug conversation. That'd be a fun one to have. But I want to talk to somebody about it where they are either on the spectrum of zero drugs or this whole, like, open everything drugs. Because I'd like to hear other people's opinions on that. Uh, another, you know, little fun thing, you know, uh, conversation or topic people have asked about. Um, this was an interesting one. My cousin Emily sent this to me. <laughs> She wanted to know, or she wanted to, what do you think about, like, what's the male perspective on breastfeeding? And my whole thing is, well, I don't know of any guys in the world that don't want to see a boob. Now, I, there are guys, though, who don't want other guys to see you know, their wives or girlfriends boob. I can understand. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the jealousy factor. But I mean, it's freaking nature. You know, it's life. It's a normal thing. And I think that's like another one of those things where it's like, you know, if we weren't so weird about it, we're so easy to so show violence and shit on TV. But you know, when it comes to sex, we have to turn away. We're so sensitive and weird about it. And that's what makes things like that, you know, uh, even a conversation. Should women breastfeed in public? Go ahead, but please use discretion. You know, cover yourself. You know, uh, you know, put a blanket, put a shawl over. The people who, I mean, the... People just do take their boob out, or women do take just boob, take their boob out and slap a kid up there, you know, and just walk around. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I don't think it's ever been one of those things, though, where it's like, I've gotten pissed about. I mean, yeah, there are some women 
you know, I don't want to really, I, you don't know if it is a boob that they're pulling out, but you know, whatever. It's still not like that big of a deal. So yeah, I don't know. I don't, if there's any guys out there who get offended by seeing, uh, you know, breastfeeding in public, let me know so I can kick you in the vagina. You know, <laughs> yeah. So those are those are some fun conversations. Those are good topics. Like I said, that drug one though, I get a lot. I've had my older sister ask me some stuff, like or get, come up with some ideas. She goes, "You should talk about your life and why you are the way you are." I'm like, "That sounds like incriminating evidence." If I do that, I'm surely going to jail. But, <laughs> I mean, it would be interesting, I guess. I'm just probably, honestly, I'm probably very boring. And just really nothing much. But, uh, you probably might hear more about my life as I go on with this. You guys will hear more stuff. and Hopefully I can get a guest soon. So you guys don't have to keep hearing me ramble. I've been asking people. I've been asking, I've been trying. It's I understand people are very busy and this is a hobby. You know, this isn't like people are getting paid. We're doing this on the side. You know. And I I understand people don't have a lot of time, but working on it still. Trying to get some people. Uh so Oh, okay. Donald Trump. I don't know. People have asked me my opinion on Donald Trump. Uh, I'm not going to get political about it. I don't like him very much, though. Uh, I think he represents an old way of thinking. And it's 2019. And I don't care for... His wanting to go backwards, going, it's like, no, I don't want to do that. Because uh, the time he's talking about was actually not a very great time in America. I mean, most time he references, like, it seems like what we're getting is 50s and 60s. Well, what, blacks couldn't vote and women couldn't vote. Um, I mean, segregation was huge. And it was a bad time in America, you know. And, I mean, it was also great for what we've accomplished from that time period. But, you know, it's also a time period where uh, a 21-year-old man can raise an entire family, you know, and own a home on his salary alone. Well, that doesn't happen anymore. We can't do that anymore. In fact the millennial generation is going to be the first generation that is going to be worse off than their parents. Every generation has gotten better. We're going to be worse. When you look at how the dollar is inflated, the rising debt and the job market and how social security is becoming more and more deflated and just seems like it's not going to be there when we get older. 
our parents and our grandparents don't have to deal with that like we do. And not only do we have to fix it for our own future, but then we also have to look at our kids. So Donald Trump does not represent my voice because he only talks about going back to a better time, which was a shittier time. And I mean, he's, I mean, we all know he's a fraud. He's not a real Christian. He likes to think he is. He talks like he is. He's not. Um, that's just as a person. He's just a clown. I don't think it's, I don't think it's him really doing a whole lot policy wise. He's kind of more or less just complains and whines. A lot of his executive orders that he's written in, yeah, I mean, it's an executive order, but all he's doing is overriding other executive orders. So he's not even really creating laws. He's just overriding old executive orders that were written by former presidents. And he's just going, no, wrong, wrong. I'm going to fix this. I'm going to fix, no, where's Melania? Where's Melania too? I need one of them. <laughs> wrong. China. It's all China's fault, I swear. What a clown, man. I'm not a fan of Obama either. Let's just be clear. That dude is the worst war criminal this country has ever seen. And if you don't think so, you need to open your eyes because he was. He was killed more civilians than he did actual freaking Taliban and ISIS members. That's a real statistic. Look that up. Look how many civilians died due to the, his bombings. So I don't like... He's a, he's a war criminal. But... I can at least sit down and have a drink with him. <laughs> at least he's a Bulls fan. At least he's a Bulls fan. I can handle that. I think he's a Sox fan. So, yeah. I can, I can sit down with him and have a conversation at least. Trump, I don't think anyone can have a conversation with him. Melania has to speak seven different languages just to have a conversation with Trump. Because <laughs> no one knows what the hell he's saying. <laughs> but yeah. So, so anyway, so with this, you know, uh, this podcast, I know it's been a couple of weeks. I've actually think um, it's going to take a little bit of a weird turn here. Um, in fact, there might be a whole new podcast out there uh, designed for uh, the millennials. Um, it's just an idea, something a little bit more regular, but it'd only be like once a week. Uh, and I'm trying to get, I'm just talking to somebody about it and trying to do, you know, maybe we do a once a week show. It would be nice. Uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of you would appreciate that. I probably might still dis- do this one then on the side, but who knows? I don't know. It's, it's life. So yeah, guys, you know, it's been fun doing this with you, um, talking to myself, 
and then asking you guys to comment. Again, if you guys want to, you know, send me more topics. Uh, my Twitter handle, handle is Cypress Rye Bread. And I mean, I'm on Facebook. I post this after uh, I get done. And uh, oh, and now you can find uh, the Cypress Rye Bread podcast on Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts. I believe it's on iTunes now as well. Um, I got a list of a couple I can put out there, but now it's available on multiple platforms. So if you guys, you know, listen to Google podcasts, I know a lot of people have kind of said, you know, with the, uh, podcast I'm doing, it's hard to pause and like, it won't pause and you can't do all that. And yeah, that's annoying. So uh, it's available on Google Podcasts. Uh, it's the same one. It's just now spread out. I think that one will help out a lot more. Um, you know, again, Spotify, iTunes. Look it up on there. Cypress Rye Bread. I appreciate all of it. Keep throwing topics my way, you know, too. Um, you know, a couple other things I was talking to people about recently. You know, uh, everyone right now wants to be political. I have kind of gotten myself just trying to get away from it but it always wants to pull me in but my life has gotten better though now i've tried to resist it but it's like the dark side of the force and i can't help it i want to i want it (laughs) but yeah it's you know we got the whole the border closing which oh I have a goofy opinion on that. I say I'm like I'm with Dwight Schrute. I think we need a new plague. <laughs> we have far too many people in this country already. Uh, so I I understand this is a country founded on immigrants and all of that greatness. But can we just for a couple years? Just for a couple years. Let's just not let anyone in. Or just say hey. We're at capacity, you know, it's going to, you got to wait for somebody to leave. Let's just do that. I mean, there is a lot of open space. That's true. But you ever tried to get internet in those places? Yeah. If there is no internet in a certain area, that should tell you something. No one's there. So you know what? It's not worth it. Why are you trying to fill a place with no internet? It's 2019, people. Let's get on the wagon here. But yeah, I don't know. I just say let's close it. I'm fine with it. Let's just close it down. No one can stay in here permanently. If you already have a visa, you can stay. But if you're in here illegally, you're going to have to go. You know, or reapply for a new visa, whatever. But it's just, let's not accept anyone for a while. I understand that. Let's just close it. I don't understand what the problem with that is. People are going to lose their shit, though, hearing that. Like, you can't close the border. we got to get people in here. It's, uh, it's, their, I don't know, argument for immigration. <laughs> it's usually not even about immigration, either. It's usually like the stuff I'm hearing now. It's like it's not even. It's just mostly Donald Trump's dumb shit. 
It's like, yeah, I know that, but how, what's your argument about the border? <laughs> and so, oh, that's it. Oh, okay. Well, that's true, but I haven't heard a good argument yet. I just still haven't. Uh, I did, however, hear recently about open border idea, how you can, you know, you just have to have more military uh, or more, uh, like, police and kind of like ice people amongst, you know, as in law enforcement. And it's like, well, would that work? You make, you just have more police. It sounds like it's becoming a police state then. It's like, oh, it's just a good idea. It could work. And it's like, it could work. But yeah, an open border. And just, if you, uh, if you don't have papers... Or if you're, you know, whatever, then you just got to leave. Or you'd be forced to leave. But then how do you keep them out? They're just going to cross right back over again. Oh. But see, that's, and that's the other thing. It's like, I understand. There's a huge chain reaction to it. You know, it's a giant leak. It's like, all right, these people can come in, open border, whatever, you know. But then do they get to vote in our political process? Yes or no? Okay, well, some people will then say no. Okay, well, how are we going to stop them? It's a lot of people to stop. Um, you can try to do you know, documentation, but we can see in all these other states where, like California, where you got illegal immigrants who do vote. Um. And it's like, okay, well, then yes. Well, okay, well, we let them vote. We let immigrants vote in our political process. Which, again, I don't think is a bad thing. But I think it, you, should, you should be able to vote in our political process. But you have to, like, I don't know, what, you have to have a visa at least. You have to have some kind of document. You have to have a visa. I don't see what the problem with that would be. I don't know. I mean, let's be real here. What we have been seeing as far as our political process has already been a joke. So what would be the problem with this, I guess? At least this way you get more people voting. You'll have uh, Donald Trump spend more time in low-income areas. I love the Mexicans. <laughs> oh, man. You know if they get the chance to vote, he's going to do that. I love the Mexicans. They make the best tacos. No one makes a taco like a Mexican. Except for me, I make the best tacos. Ask my chef. He's Mexican. Or Guatemalan. Or whatever. I don't pay attention. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm saying. Even Donald Trump, man, he's become such a joke. That's why the political process should be changed. I mean, it can't get any worse. I mean, it's, we gotta let people, let everyone vote. Who cares? It's, I said, if you really want to get people interested, make it like American Idol and let people vote in both primaries. See, like right now, 
I'm a registered Democrat in Tennessee, but I'm a registered Republican in Illinois. I like to make people, I like to ask people funny questions too. <laughs> but no, I just, I like to try to find a little more balance. So I just, I, I look at, you know, the candidates are out there and it's like, I wish I can vote, you know, I wish I can vote in the Republican race as well as the Democrat um, but I chose Democrat because I wanted to vote against Hillary. I'm not a big fan of Hillary. I said, I'd rather have Bernie out there. Let's go Bernie. And he lost, so whatever. <laughs> but I thought it would be great. It's like, why can't, why do I have to choose one side of the two evils and then pick within that evil? Why can't I pick both evils and what's inside? And my old man, my dad said to me, he goes, well, people will just choose, you know, somebody else just so that whoever the front runner is would lose. And I said, how is that a bad thing? <laughs> and he said, I, I don't know. But it's like, well, fuck it. Maybe Harambe should be the Republican candidate. He seemed like he was the best choice. You know, Whatever. But Harambe, he was, oh man, rest in peace, brother. Went out too soon. Now I'm rambling. Anyways, but yeah, American Idol style. We vote for each party. We could pick, we all, as America, they get on the stage, they can, you know, they can debate. They can talk about their ideologies, ideology, yup, and they can, I don't know, have a talent, ideologies, there he goes, boom, said it, they can do a talent, you know, I would love to see Bernie Sanders out there singing some Whitney Houston, I have something with Larry David. Either one. But yeah, no, wouldn't that be great? And it's like, oh, okay. Okay. Because let's be real. As Americans, we're all just... A, a lot of us think we're entertainers anyways. So why not? Let them do it. Entertain us. Show us that you are smart. And you know what you're talking about. And you're entertaining. I Let us vote in both primaries. And then... You have a big, week-long, like, Super Bowl-like party for the final American Idol presidency. I don't see how that's a bad idea. I like that stipend idea, too. Everyone gets, like, a coupon, or not a coupon, like, everyone gets a ticket. You have to go and register, then you receive your ticket. And then when you vote, you return that ticket. I personally really like that idea because in that way you can kind of keep track or count how many people are voting, like actually how many tickets are out there and if that number matches. You know, uh, granted people, some people may die during that time period or, you know, especially if Hillary's on the ballot, but, you know, it'd be, it's one way to track it. Everyone gets it. And that's it. Or we can let our kids vote. And <laughs> all the illegals and the inmates vote. 
and then we can just make it, you know, an open voting process. That would be interesting. Could you imagine who would get on the vote on the ballots then? OJ Simpson will literally have a chance. I can see it. Why not OJ? If Donald Trump can be president, why not OJ? <laughs> the juice! Can you imagine him going up to Russia with Putin? Who would be, oh, oh, who would be scarier? The juice or Putin? I think the juice is scarier. Because here's the thing. We know OJ killed people. We only hear Putin killed people. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And we know OJ's been to prison in America. Putin, I don't think, has been to prison anywhere. He'd be a bad dude to have. But he probably wouldn't be a good president. That's for sure. Anyways, guys, I've had a good time. Thank you once again and for listening. And if you want to find me, shout at me. Throw a topic my way. Look at me up again on Twitter at Cypress Rye Bread. Hit me up on Facebook. <sighs> Until next time, don't get toasted.